Hello, and welcome to Where Am I To Go podcast. Today we're going to do something a little bit different. This last Thanksgiving, I happened to be down in San Antonio, Texas, We were taking a trip. We were going to have Thanksgiving in Dallas, but we made a trip through San Angelo and on into San Antonio. And it's the second time I've been to San Antonio, and San Antonio was just such a fun place the first time that I decided to go try it again. The things I really like about San Antonio is all of the history there. Of course, everybody, I'm sure, has heard of the Alamo, and it's a pretty neat place, but Almost better than the Alamo was some of the other missions that they have there in San Antonio. I think there was four or five missions along the trail, the Santa Fe Trail. And each one of them was was different in design, different in architecture. And I think probably pretty much the same in purpose. But we went to Mission San Jose, Mission uh, Concepcion, We went to Alamo, and there was another one that we went to. They are still standing from the 1600s, believe it or not. And they are all very ornate, very well decorated. In fact, uh, some of the paint inside of the sanctuaries is still original, according to what a travel guide told me. Just very, very intriguing, very interesting, very old, very antique. And I just absolutely enjoyed traveling to each one of the missions and looking at what was there. The other thing that is so fun about San Antonio is the River Walk. And the year before when I was at San Antonio... We went and did the river walk, spent the morning walking up and down, and it was really, really neat. This time, we went in the evening when all of the lights and that type of stuff was out. All of the businesses along the river walk were lit up, and there was Christmas lights out, and it was a whole different atmosphere, and I really enjoyed that. And then we went back the next day and walked around in the middle of the day, and again, it's it's still very nice, very intriguing. The river walk goes for a long ways in San Antonio, probably seven, eight miles. You, you can follow the river walk and it'll take you to several of the different missions. A lot of people bicycle on it and walk and that type of stuff outside of the downtown area of the river walk. But the downtown area of the Riverwalk is the part that most people would probably go to, probably see most. And it's an area where they have a river channel that goes right through the middle of town with a sidewalk that follows the river. There's a couple of different channels that come in. And you can follow this around for probably, I don't know, I'm guessing maybe a mile to two miles. Uh, just walking, and they've got restaurants that sit right on the sidewalk. And then you've got your eight-foot sidewalk, and then you have your canal, and you're walking right on the edge of the canal. I don't think the canal's overly deep, but there is a lot of tour boat traffic uh, 
on the canal. They have little electric motors and they just kind of motor and take people up and down and around on the on the river walk in, in the channel on the boat ride. But the walk itself is just kind of leisurely, very scenic in a city sort of way, and a, a lot of fun. There's bridges that, that cross over the canals that you can stand up and, and watch the ducks floating around in the canal. And usually it's, the times that I've been there, it's what I would consider semi-crowded. There's, there's a lot of activity. Uh, you have a lot of stores, a lot of restaurants. It, the, there's a lot of activity and a lot of people milling around and, and looking at things. They've got an art museum there. They've got uh, Jimmy Buffett has a restaurant there. There's just all kinds of different uh, high-class restaurants and, and businesses and those types of things. A mall, a big mall at the at one end of it. And it's just a lot of fun. Something that I would highly recommend if you're ever in the San Antonio area, take the time and go do the river walk. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised at the serene type feeling, and yet it's still very active. It's just a really cool place. While we were there uh, at night, we decided that we would take the river boat uh, tour up through the canals, and I asked if it would be okay if I recorded the tour and the tour guide, and I was told that I could. So I sat in the front of the boat right next to a speaker, and the speaker did not come through very clear as far as me being able to listen to it while we were riding. But my recording actually turned out a bit better as far as being able to hear it. It seemed to filter out some of the other noises and some. I went ahead and recorded it, and that's what we're going to do today. We're going to take the river tour of the river walk in San Antonio, Texas. I hope you enjoy this, uh, and if you get a chance, definitely hit it. Before we start our show today, there's a couple things I would like to bring to your attention. First of all, we have a Facebook page where we post lots of pictures of places we've been and things that we've done, and also other little things that people might be interested in knowing. We also have an email address at whereamitogopodcast at gmail.com. If anybody has any ideas, suggestions, or thoughts about our program, please let us know. I'm more than interested in hearing comments, feedback, and that type of stuff, and it will also help to make a better show. And lastly, we are on Patreon. If anybody's interested in joining us there and helping us along with our adventures, we would be more than happy to have your assistance. Now, thanks again for joining us today, and let's get on with the show. Welcome to the lovely River Walk here this evening in San Antonio. I'm going to be your boat captain here tonight. My name is Jeremy. And as we sail along through here, I do have some very important safety rules that you need everyone on board to follow. There is no smoking, no standing unless to take a quick picture. Please set all cell phones and iPhones to vibrate. Keep an eye on your arms, elbows, and cells on the outside rail there, just in case we do come up against a wall, the sidewalk, or another part on this tour. Of course, please keep your face mask on throughout the tour as well, once you're taking a quick sip there. But otherwise, slow to spread, slow to spread. 
Other than that, though, our first off for our tour is right where we took off from here at the Aztec Theater. It's at the last Aztec-themed theater the entire state of Texas. Founded here in 1926 as a silent movie theater, changed its format over the years, however, fell on the hard times, eventually closed down in the 80s. The city almost tore the building down then until the San Antonio Conservation Society were able to purchase the property, restore and reopen it a few years back, right next door to the Mocado Hotel, just past it. Which itself used to be a home to the L. Frank Saddle in the early 20th century, which used to provide saddles and harnesses to Theodore Roosevelt and his Rough Riders during the Spanish-American War, famous Mexican revolutionary Francisco Pancho Villa, and Allied forces during World War I. Well then, Mark, well, we'll sail underneath Selena's Bridge, named in honor of the famous Tejano singer Selena Quintanilla Perez, after Jennifer Lopez sat right here on this footbridge for a scene during the movie Selena, 1997, which if you all recall was her mainstream breakthrough role. They filmed right here on this footbridge for a scene during the evening, and afterwards, Jennifer Lopez spent the night in La Mansión del Rio Hotel, to the left of our boat. Spanish for the mansion on the river, it was founded over a century ago, in 1853, it's the St. Mary's School for Boys. Later became home to St. Mary's Law School in 1934, and then was purchased by two former students of St. Mary's in 1966, who then restored and reopened it two years later in 1968, La Mansion Hotel. So, that's three buildings so far, Aztec Theater, Macano Hotel, and La Mansion Rio, all three of which are excellent examples of conservation, which is a bit of a major thing here in San Antonio, as many of the older, more historic buildings down here aren't always torn down. Many are preserved and restored, thanks to the efforts of many local conservation activists down here, including the San Antonio Conservation Society. Now, let me show you some of the great examples of conservation later in our tour, but first if you look at La Mansion del Rio Hotel, just past it, you'll see this very tall building right here, whose walls form a very sharp corner, less than 90 degrees. As a result, this tall building up here creates a really awesome little optical illusion along the Riverwalk, where as we sell out from underneath Navarre Street Bridge on the other side, if you look way up to the left of the boat, from this view, this tall building here looks like a tall, flat wall about to fall on us. This right here was founded in 1930 as the Nix General Hospital. At the time, the first full-service, fully air-conditioned hospital in the entire United States. Unfortunately, they had to sell the property last year. When it reopens, it's supposed to be reopening as a Marriott Hotel, right alongside the North Square up ahead of us here, otherwise known as the nightlife of the river all around us here at this point, where right in the heart of the North Square is the Hyatt Regency Hotel up in front of our boat above Precious Street Bridge, which has the Alamo just on the other side of it. As a result, the Hyatt is only 16 floors tall. They wanted to make it taller when they founded it in 1981, but the San Antonio Conservation Society convinced its owners to scale it down to size so that it wouldn't cast a shadow on the Alamo during sunset. Though they did reserve room on the bottom river level of the Hyatt appear for shops of Paseo de Alamo. Spanish for a passageway to the Alamo, this very beautiful area on the inside. 
but we'll take you out to right in front of the Alamo, on Alamo Plaza Street, if you continue on straight through there at that point. It's also home to On the Band Oyster Bar and Lounge right here, where they sell paintings from local artists. They've been here for a few years, but they only just started selling paintings from local artists when they came out of quarantine a few months ago, back in summer. So, you know, I recommend come on down here, chicken it out, if you want to see some of the local artwork down here in San Antonio. I'm just past it then, we're going to sail by the old casino club building to the right of our boat here. Founded here in 1927 as a social club for German immigrants. Now it's home to a salt grass steakhouse restaurant here, however, as well as an apartment complex on the very top where Elaine Huckman used to live. She was the widow of Robert Harvey Harold Huckman, and Robert Harvey Harold Huckman was the architect who designed the entire Riverwalk all around us. This was all his vision right here. Robert Huckman designed all of the sidewalks, staircases, bridges, benches, everything you see around us here in the mid-1920s, and presented his designs for Shops of Edegon and Romula, as he originally called it. The city leaders in 1929 opened to secure funding for the Riverwalk. Sadly, city leaders rejected the proposed Riverwalk, but Robert Huckman wasn't going to give up that easily. Throughout the next few years, he was able to gather up some popular support and funding for his vision for a Riverwalk from a variety of sources, including Moy Maverick, a U.S. congressman from San Antonio who was very intrigued by the idea for a Riverwalk. And Moy Maverick asked his good friend, President Franklin Delano Roosevelt, to send the Works Projects Administration down here which President Roosevelt was reluctant to do at first. In fact, Moy Maverick had asked him so many times, put so much pressure on him, so that at one point, Stephen rumored that President Roosevelt said, just gave Moy Maverick the money for his own livers so the quick part me already. Finally, after much pressure, the Works Projects Administration came down here and built the Riverwalk all around us from March 27th of 1939 until March 14th, 1941, just under two full years. Though Robert Hugman himself, he is considered the father of the Riverwalk to this day. In fact, right after the Riverwalk was completed in 1941, Robert Hugman set up his old office just to the right of our boat on the bottom river level of this last building at the corner. If you look up on this balcony on street level, you'll see Robert Hugman's old office sign with his initials R.H.H. Hugman, followed by AIA, which stands for American Institute of Architects. Robert Huckman set up shop right on the bottom river level here because he wanted to prove that a business could thrive upon the Riverwalk and that it would be a successful commercial district down here. In just five years after Robert Huckman set up shop there is when Casa Rio was founded across the street from him to the right of our boat here. Itself the first and oldest restaurant along the entire Riverwalk. Founded here in 1946 by the Bear family, and despite the best efforts of the Bear family who founded Casario, Robert Hugman, and others who took part in the Riverwalk, in its early years, it didn't do too well. Crime used to be a huge problem down here. Now, what actually changed the Riverwalk's luck, made it much safer down here, and as a result, more successful to this day, was the World's Fair that our city hosted in 1968. 
And in the years leading up to that World's Fair in 1968, the city raised funds in order to help clean out the river, beef up security, and also build this man-made extension of the river that we just entered into right here, which all used to be land here, the rest of the way down. The city built the bridges above us on street level and dug it out here underneath them, all the way down to five feet below us, so that they could extend the river and the river walk all the way up to the Hemisphere Plaza, which is where that World's Fair took place from April 6th until October 6th of 1968, a good four or six months for which millions of people came down here to San Antonio, many of whom found their way to the River Walk here and thought that it was so beautiful. So that when a lot of them went home, they told all of their friends about the River Walk and their friends came down here, went back home and told all of their friends and so on and so on. So that now, thanks to word of mouth, since that wolves there, this river walk to this day is in constant rivalry with the Alamo, with the coveted title of most visited tourist destination in all of Texas. Now, around this one turn, if you look up to the rod of the boat, through the trees in the sky here, you'll see the Tower of America's right here, which was the centerpiece for the World's Fair in 68. The top, like I said, founded here that year in 1968, and at the time it stood as the tallest freestanding tower in the entire United States of America. As it is 750 feet to the top of the antenna, just a little bit taller than the Seattle Space Needle. And it retained that title as tallest freestanding tower in the United States of America for a good 28 years until the stratosphere in Las Vegas was founded in 1996. That tower of America is in the Hemisphere Plaza, which is a city park to this day, on the other side of the Henry D. Gonzalez Convention Center, which is at the end of this extension way to the right of our boat at this fork here which itself is unfortunately closed to our regular tour boats. So instead, I'm going to take a left turn at this fork and enter into the River Center extension, which itself was added on later. Dug up here down the five feet deep the rest of the way down in the mid-80s so that they could extend this man-made area of the river all the way up to the River Center Mall. The River Center Mall was founded in 1988, but before they founded this River Center Mall, they wanted to put these two Marriott hotels here in 1979. The Marriott on the left over on the other side, Commerce Street, they had no trouble putting up, but the Marriott to the right of our boat, in its bar here, used to set the old Fairmont Hotel, an abandoned building which they wanted to tear down to make room for this Marriott. But the San Antonio Conservation Society got involved and claimed that the Fairmont Hotel here was too historic to tear down, since it used to be an old salesman's hotel. So instead, after more than five years of negotiating, raising funds and planning, they took the three-story, 1,600-ton Fairmont Hotel that used to be back here, loaded it onto about 36 axles, eight truck tires each, and 30 steel beams and then wrapped it up in steel cables, which were connected to trucks, which dragged that 1,600-ton Fairmont Hotel from March 30th to April 4th of 1985, just about six blocks south and to the west behind us, to its new location at South Alamo and Weber Streets. We then reopened as a first-class hotel, and in its old spot, they were then able to put the Marriott River Walk back behind us here. 
Followed, of course, by the River Center Mall right here, whose heart we're entering into right here. Itself, the second largest mall here in all of San Antonio. Beaten out only by the North Star Mall on the north side of Loop 410 in San Pedro. This is, however, the only mall here in all of San Antonio with a river going right into its very center. Hence, River Center, which has over a hundred stores and restaurants here. Two movie theaters, regular AMC movie theater plus an IMAX theater, the much taller and wider screen. A couple of neat little virtual reality simulator rides on the very top floor. And of course, the Christmas tree along the river walk, just to the Vava boat on this island in the center of the lagoon. Now, as we exit this whole river center mall area here, after San Antonio hosted the World's Fair in 1968, a lot of the countries who had attended it were very grateful to our city for having hosted that World's Fair. Some of them even gave us some lovely presents afterwards, one of which was the country of Portugal whose government had a pavilion down here, where in front of that pavilion, they had a statue of the very man whom this river and the city built around it were named after. That statue was eventually placed just around this one turn, up to the rod of our boat in these bushes here. The light being shone on it in the evening in order to make it easier to see. Statue right here of Saint Anthony de Padua, who's depicted as holding the baby Jesus in the center on top of a Bible. He is a 12th century Catholic patron saint of lost and stolen items, as well as the patron saint of Portugal. Hence the reason why the Portuguese government had the statue in front of their pavilion. And San Antonio is Spanish for Saint Anthony. Story goes that was back during the age of exploration, the country of Spain would lay claim to much of what is now modern Texas and Mexico had expeditions sent out in order to set up missions so that they could convert some of the local natives down here and also create a defensive border against French-occupied Louisiana since French and Spanish empires were major rivals with each other for territory in the New World at the time. And one expedition was sent out in 1691, which came upon this river on June 13th of that year, where they met a very friendly Paiaya Indian tribe camped along this river's banks. We had previously named the river Yanaguana, a word in their language meaning clear and refreshing waters. So Damien Mazanet, Catholic missionary with that expedition party, gave some gifts to those Indians as a sign of friendship, then himself performed the first Catholic mass here along this river on that day of June 13, 1691, which was the feast day of St. Anthony de Padua back there behind us, June 13th. So Damien Mazanet himself then named the river San Antonio, once again Spanish for St. Anthony, with a city ladder being built around the river, taking the name of the river, and we've been growing ever since. Much of our city's success over the years has been thanks to the contributions by many different ethnic groups down here, Great example of which is the St. Joseph's German Catholic Church up to the right of our boat on Commerce Street. This church up here on Commerce Street was founded up here in 1868 by members of the German population so that they could have services completely in their own language. After a huge wave of German immigrants came down to San Antonio in the 1850s and 60s and had such a huge influence upon the city so that for a brief moment, the early 20th century, German, in fact, was the most popular language spoken in all of San Antonio. Of course, then there was a bit of an anti-German backlash because of World Wars I and II. And now a century later, German is the third most popular language spoken in San Antonio, just behind English and Spanish. 
Just past St. Joseph's up ahead of our boat, we're going to be exiting this man-made extension of the river, re-entering natural waters, beginning underneath this footbridge here in front of us, where we're going to be turning by Casa Rio here again. And I mentioned before that Casa Rio ahead of us is itself the first and oldest restaurant along the Riverwalk. Well, Casa Rio ahead of us is also the first restaurant down here to have Riverside Dining full of some of the dinner boats along the river, which every restaurant now have to this day. In fact, if you want information on those dinner boats, such as when they're going to start up again, all you need to do is contact our company's website, goreocruises.com. And as we turn by Casa Rio here, you look across the river from Casa Rio to the left of our boat and behind us on street level. You'll see this big orange sculpture right here. The conjunction of Commerce, the Soya, and Alamo Streets. This is the Torch of Friendship right here. Given to us by the country of Mexico originally in 2002 to signify decades of friendship between the United States, Mexico, and Canada. It was designed up here, in fact, by a world famous Mexican architect whose real name is Enrique Carbajal, although he is more popularly known in most architectural circles under the nickname of Sebastian. Just past this torch of friendship, we're going to sail by the Hilton Palacio del Rio Hotel to the left of our boat up here. Spanish for a palace on the river, one of the few hotels that has been built in the downtown of San Antonio over the years. This one in particular was built from 1967 to 68 at a record-breaking 202 working days using a very unique building method back then. You look above the fourth floor, each of these rooms here look like boxes. That's because each of these rooms here were built on assembly line fashion, eight miles south ahead of us, at the same time that the first four floors and the elevator shafts were built up here. They then drove each of these rooms up here on flatbed trucks, filled them up with furniture and accessories, and stacked each one on top like Lego blocks, using a giant crane. The reason they built this Hilton like that was because they built it for the World's Fair in 68. In fact, they were in such a hurry they had this Hilton completed and open before the World's Fair began that many of the first guests to ride here at the Hilton were even given the option of riding their room up to the very top, still being lifted up by that giant crane. This Hilton was built right next door to La Vita on this hilltop up ahead of us. One of the first ever settlements in all of San Antonio. Settled up here in 1722 as a neighborhood of families of Spanish soldiers, whom themselves were stationed out of the first mission founded down here, San Antonio de Valero, now known as the Alamo. La Vita up here became a regular neighborhood over the years, but fell into hard times by the early 20th century, till it was restored up here in 1939, right alongside the construction of the Riverwalk. And since then, La Vita up here has become home to many shops, galleries, boutiques, and restaurants up here during the day, as well as the Arneson River Theater, around this one turn right here. Very popular outdoor river theater right here, which has had many different shows and events take place here throughout the years. And has even been featured in a movie they filmed here at this theater for the swimsuit scene of the original Miss Congeniality with Sandra Bullock. In fact, go back and watch that movie again. You can even see one of these turboats sailing right through this theater in the middle of the scene. And if you do look behind Sandra Bullock, above the stage, you'll see these five bones bells here. 
These are the Harkman Bells. They're placed up here to honor the five missions founded down here, including San Antonio de Valero, which was originally founded in 1718, San Jose, founded two years later in 1720, and San Juan, Concepcion, and Espada, all founded 11 years later in 1731. Now, just past the Arneson River Theater, coming up to the rod of our boat, we're going to sail by a sculpture here which depicts an old cattle driver that used to come through town in the mid-1800s, back when San Antonio was a big cattle and ranching town, before the arrival of the railroad in 1877. And this sculpture sits right in front of the Briscoe Western Art Museum, itself having been founded in 2013 and named in honor of Dolph Briscoe Jr., a former governor of Texas, whom himself had an extensive collection of wild western art and memorabilia that collected on the inside of this museum to this day, including Santa Ana's ceremonial dagger, one of Pancho Villa's old saddles, diorama of the Battle of the Alamo, and also a neat little recorded live interview with the architect, Ted Kelsey, who designed that sculpture behind us. Now, just past the Briscoe Western Art Museum, we're going to sail by Mazenay's table, coming up to the rod of our boat here. The diamond-shaped iron sculpture right here was placed here in 1991 to honor the 300th anniversary of that first Catholic mass that occurred along this river, which once again was on June 13, 1691, by the missionary Damien Mazenay, hence Mazenay's table which sits right on top of Marriage Island here, this little outcropping of land here. So named because it's a popular place of getting married at right here. Just past Marriage Island, we're going to sail underneath the old mill crossing here. So named because of the old Mount Lewis Mill, which was founded here in 1845, which used to grind grain for many of the citizens in the mid to late 1800s. Thus marks were ahead of us the last major crossing along the river for horse-drawn carriages before the arrival of the automobile in San Antonio. Marks were to sail by the Western Hotel to the right of our boat up here. itself the last major hotel to ever open along the Riverwalk in the last century. Opened in November of 1999, just across the river from the Tower Life building, way up to the left of our boat in the sky right here. This very popular fixture, the San Antonio skyline here that's lit up this evening, itself opened to the public on June 1st, 1929, as the Smith & Young Tower, named after its original owners, the Smith Brothers, and their lawyer, J.W. Young, who wanted to build this big, huge complex of buildings on this whole area of land to our left which they planned would be similar to New York City's Rockefeller Center. They were going to call that project Bowens Island Skyscrapers with the Smith & Young Tower here as the centerpiece. Unfortunately, once again, this building opened to the public on June 1st, 1929. Stock market crashed just a few months later. Smith & Young went bankrupt, had to sell this property, and eventually it switched hands over the years, and since then, to come home up here to the Tower Life Insurance Company, hence the Tower Life Building. And just past the Tower Life Building then, we're going to sail by the International Center, coming up to the rod of our boat here. This big green building here, which used to be a home to the San Antonio Public Library from 1968 until 1998, and then became home to the offices of the North American Development Bank, 
as well as the old marina underneath, one of two marinas where my company and the city dock our boats during the evenings, which has the Bear County Courthouse just past it up ahead of us. This big red building here that was founded up here in 1896 and is considered the oldest continuously operating courthouse in all of Texas. It's going to mark where we'll be exiting Slug 8-4 right here, which is as we approach this green light in front of our boat. You look to the side of the boat, you'll see these metal walls. These mark where there is a drawbridge in the water that comes up along with the rest of this flood channel out here. During heavy rains and major flooding, so as to make sure the water levels behind us within the main horseshoe bend area of the river walk remain the same at all times. As we enter into this flood channel, it has floodgate 5, 200 yards to the left of our boat. The top of a waterfall down there, which has the new marina off to the right side of it. That waterfall down there is about 15 feet deep, with the river walk continuing on down past that waterfall, alongside the backs of the homes in the King Williams district. Lovely old German neighborhood down there. It's very popular to take a nice leisurely stroll through during the day. It marks where we've made this turn into the main channel of the San Antonio River, which itself, San Antonio River, begins about four miles north ahead of our boat at the University of the Incarnate Word, at a small little fountain known as the Blue Hole, which comes out of the ground in the former springs in the Edwards Aquifer. The San Antonio River begins at that blue hole, flows down here, and continues on down south behind us for 180 miles until it empties into the Guadalupe River, just about two miles from the San Antonio Bay, which then empties into the Gulf of Mexico. But we are not in natural waters, as originally the river would flow down here, very off to our right up ahead of us through what is now Flug 3 go all the way through the horseshoe bend area of the river, like we just now did, and come up behind us, where Flug 4 is to this day. To the right of our boat up here, we're going to sail by the Jury Plaza Hotel. This building here used to be the Alamo Bank Building, but it became the Jury Plaza back in 2007. Donated the sidewalk to the city that serves as a shortcut between Floodgates 4 and 3. It marks where this all used to be land here. The city dug it up here all the way down to 15 feet deep below us and built this bypass flood channel here in the mid-1920s in response to a flood that our city suffered from on September 9, 1921. A flood that was so bad that some business leaders at the time even pressured city leaders to pave over the Hoshibin area of the river and turn it into a sewer. And keep in mind, this was before the river walk was even designed by Robert Huckman. Luckily, San Antonio Conservation Society was founded around this time in 1924 by two women, Rena Maverick Green and Emily Edwards, who themselves went before city commissioners in 1924 and performed a puppet show of the goose that laid the golden eggs, pleading with the city leaders not to kill the goose that would lay the golden eggs of the city of San Antonio. They were successful in convincing the city leaders not to pave over the Horsheban area of the river, which is what we're going to re-enter into here in a minute. We're going to go ahead and cut off the North Channel, which our tour boats don't go up, as it's mostly just residential and office buildings up here. They're all more quiet and peaceful. Not as much to talk about on these tour boats. First, though, we're letting our friends pass us by on the left side because they're missing something right here that I wanted to point out. Before we enter back into the Hoshibin area of the river, you look 
At the Hanover boat and above at the corner here, you'll see the largest and oldest tree along the entire river walk. Over nine stories tall and over 300 years old. Known as the Ben Malam Sapper Tree or Ben Malam Snapper Tree. In honor of Benjamin Rush Malam, one of the heroes of the Texan Revolution. He was the leader of the Texas Rebellion's forces for the first half of the Battle of Bear. Final battle, the Texan Revolution before the Battle of the Alamo. The Battle of Bear took place on December 5th until December 9th of 1835. Fair day of battle, December 7th, Benjamin Rushman was standing just across the river to the left of our boat at the foot of the staircase over here, where he was shot and killed. How what a lot of people said must have been from a sniper from up in the branches of this tree right here. Hence the reason why they call it the Ben Malam Sapper's Tree, or Ben Malam Sniper Tree to this day. Now Mark's River rejoin the natural flow of the river and sail underneath Flag A3 here, which comes down from above, like a garage door, alongside the rest of this flood channel. Again, during heavy rains, so as to make sure the water levels ahead of us remain the same at all times, and don't wash out any of the restaurants or businesses along the way, where just up ahead of our boat, we're going to sail underneath St. Mary Street Bridge, and on the other side of St. Mary Street Bridge is the Aztec Theater to the right of our boat up here, which is where we ourselves took off from. As a result, we're going to be coming up the dock just across the river from it to the left of our boat, La Mansion de Rio Hotel up here, coming upon the end of our tour here. Go ahead, ladies and gentlemen, use this time right now while you're wetting the dock, check underneath and around your seats. Make sure that you don't leave anything valuable behind. If you have any further questions or want to find out information on the dinner boats or shuttle services or even just leave a good word about your favorite boat captain down here, don't forget our company's website, GoRealCruises.com. And for your safety, please remain seated and hang tight just until I can bring the boat to a complete stop and tie it down. Which point, hope you all had a wonderful time here tonight, found my tour very informative and enjoyable. If you do appreciate my work, just to let you know that for a job well done, our boat captains are of course allowed to accept your tips and gratuities, which are greatly appreciated. But other than that, I hope you all enjoy the rest of your stay here in my lovely city and I wish you all a fun for well, wonderful evening, happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, and a happy holidays as well. Hopefully you enjoyed that boat tour of the Riverwalk in San Antonio. I thought that it was well worth the money. They charged, I think, $12 a person or something like that. And it was a nice 30-minute, 40-minute tour. And the information that they gave, I thought, was well worth the money and well worth the time. Plus, it's always fun just to take a boat ride. You kind of see things from a different perspective uh, when you're on this tour because you're going down the, the river, you're watching the people and also seeing some of the different stores. And it doesn't take nearly as long to take the boat tour as what it does to walk the whole thing. And then as you're seeing different things, you can always go back and walk to where the stores were or the restaurants were that you might want to go see. I also found the people loading the boats and unloading the boats and, and the tour guides to be very entertaining and, and very knowledgeable in what they did. It was a very worthwhile part of the trip for us. I hope you guys enjoyed this. And like I said, if you're ever in San Antonio, definitely stop by and take a look. 
Also, I don't know if anybody has really noticed much, but we have new uh, picture on the front of our podcast. We went ahead and changed for season two. And Steve, my editor, did the design on that. I think he did a fantastic job definitely putting things together and and making it look good. And I just want to throw a shout out to Steve. Every week he's putting together editing, adding the intros in, the intros out. And without him, this podcast would not be possible. And he does it for such a reasonable fee, like free, that I just can't express my gratitude enough for him making this whole podcast possible. In fact, he's the one that that got me started on it, and I so appreciate it. I'm enjoying this, and I appreciate Steve making it all happen. Just wanted to give a shout out. I hope everyone has a wonder-filled day, because the world is full of wonder. You need to get out and explore, and do have a wonder-filled day. All the roll and go, where am I to go, meet Johnny, where am I to go? For I'm a young and a sailor lad, and where am I to go?